Class is in session. You're listening to Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshay. Let's go! Now, let's start the show. Podcast listeners, thank you so much for checking out today's show. This is episode 28 of the Squat University podcast. The goal with each and every one of these shows is to bring you as much value-packed content to help you move better in the gym and in life, decrease your body's aches and pains, and help you reach your true athletic potential. Now, today I want to share with you an extremely valuable test and assessment screen that I use with all of my athletes that I evaluate that you can perform on your own. This screen can help you expose a weak link that you may have, and that could be the why behind technique faults such as a hip shift or a knee collapse, or even a current injury you may be having like a back, knee, or even hip pain. Now, this is something I've shared a number of times over the past few years across social media platforms, but we'll be able to dive into it a little bit more in detail today, and that is the single leg bridge test. Now, the goal with this test is to see how your body responds to the movement of hip extension. Now, this is the exact same movement that occurs at your hip joint when you stand up from a squat, from a deadlift. Anytime you pull the barbell from the ground to propel your body upwards, that is hip extension, even driving your body down a track when you're sprinting. Now, if you have a problem in creating hip extension, either on one or both sides of your body, it can lead to those issues I mentioned before in technique, like a hip shift or knee collapse. And if you've learned anything from all the content I put out for you guys on a daily basis, it's that moving big weight poorly over time eventually leads to injury. Now, here's how to perform the screen. Lie on your back with your knees bent. Straighten one leg out in front of you and perform a single leg bridge on the other. Hold your hips up in the air for about 10 seconds and feel for what muscles are turning on to keep you up and if the movement brings out any pain. Now, if you felt anything other than your glutes, which are your big butt muscles, as the primary muscle group holding your body up, you have a coordination issue in how your body is producing hip extension. Now, when most people think of the glutes, they specifically think about the glute max. This is the biggest and strongest muscle of your entire body. Now, this muscle has two main jobs, creating hip extension and postural stability. Most people with a coordination problem in firing their glute max will feel a couple things. They'll feel their low back, they'll feel their hamstrings, or their quads working really hard and possibly cramping during this single leg bridge test. Now let's talk about why you may have felt each of those issues because each problem may give you a little insight into how your body is coordinating itself currently during barbell training. So for example, if you felt your low back during the test, it means that you're likely arching your low back first and then moving from your hips. This is a common finding for those who are currently dealing with a low back injury. In fact, research has shown that those who have back pain often also have inhibited glute activation. They basically have become turned off and stopped functioning correctly. This is something that researchers will call gluteal amnesia. Basically, your butt muscles are asleep. Now, if you felt your hamstrings cramping, it means that the hamstrings are working double time to produce hip extension because the glutes aren't pulling their weight, pun intended. You see, the way the hamstrings attach to the back of the pelvis, they can also create the movement of hip extension. However, we don't want them to be the only muscle creating it. The glute should definitely be the main muscle driver and working harder than the hamstrings to produce that extension. If you felt your quads working hard, 
you probably aren't using your posterior chain muscles at all, which is horrible, basically. That's the worst thing of all the different ones. Remember, the posterior chain is the general term for the backside of the body. We've got our glutes, we've got our hamstrings. And the posterior chain helps us generate a ton of power during movements like the squat, the deadlift, the Olympic lifts, sprinting like we talked about before. Now, when your body doesn't fire muscles in a proper sequence, almost regardless of whether or not it was the quads, the hamstrings, or the back that fired more than the glutes, it leads to inefficient movement that can overload certain parts of the body. This is why some athletes develop pain in the back. Basically, inactive glutes have overloaded certain parts of the body, like the erectors, and eventually things start to break down. Now, if this was you, if you did the single leg bridge test and you uncovered something that wasn't your butt muscles on one side or both sides working well, don't think of it necessarily as a bad thing. Think of it as a good thing because you just uncovered an issue that we can now work on that will help fix your movement issues, help build a stronger body that is more resilient to injury because we just made the invisible visible. Now remember, we're not only coming at it from an injury perspective, but also performance. So if you get your body with some of these fixes that we're gonna talk about now to start working in a more coordinated fashion so that when you do the single leg bridge test, you feel your butt muscles working, now not only are you gonna come at it from a less chance of having an injury kind of perspective, but your body's also going to have the potential now to perform even greater because it's working as it was designed. Now, to start, because the single leg bridge test was either painful or it was poorly coordinated, meaning either the quads, the hamstrings, or the back was the main muscles that you were feeling when you did the hip extension, let's regress back to the more simple version of the movement, the double leg bridge, to start working on fixing this problem. All you have to do is land your back, both knees bent to the exact same position, jam your heels into the ground, squeeze your butt muscles as you rise your hip from the ground. Do a simple double leg bridge. Now make sure to keep your low back from overarching. This means don't pick your hips too high off the ground. Now if you're doing this correctly, your butt muscles will be burning like crazy. However, a lot of people, when they do this double leg bridge, they'll feel their hamstrings start to cramp. If this is you, all you have to do is pull your heels a little bit closer to your body, bending your knees basically a little bit more than before. Now what that does is it actually helps turn off the hamstrings in a process called active insufficiency. You see, the hamstrings, like we talked about before, do produce hip extension, but it is a biarticulate muscle. Basically, this is a fancy way of saying that the hamstrings span and cross two joints. They cross the hip joint, like we talked about, to help with hip extension, but it also crosses the knee joint, meaning the hamstrings can also flex the knee. Now, when you bend your knees more on the bridge, you shorten the hamstrings in length. This means that while they are still active, they are less able to contribute to the motion of hip extension. So there's not as much overlap in the muscle fibers. Now this can get really into the science of movement. So if you wanna talk about this at another time, we can definitely go more in depth into the science. But basically, your muscles have an optimal length where they can produce the most amount of force. When they're held in a very short position or a very long position, they're not capable of producing as much force. So active insufficiency 
basically means we shorten the muscle to a position where it can not help as much and therefore doesn't cramp, at least in the case of the bridge motion. So what would I do first? the bridge? Because I'm now learning to do the bridge and rebuild my body's coordination, I need to do a lot of repetitions. To start off, I'd probably do two sets of 20 for a five-second hold. And eventually, you can work yourself into a 10-second hold or even a 20-second hold. But we need to do a ton of motion early on or a ton of repetitions because we're not just getting our glutes to kick on for our first set or our second set, but we need them to kick on the entire length of our training. When we're walking home from the gym, when we're trying to stand up and that couple hours later, our glutes need to be able to kick on with an endurance component as well as strength. So we need to start off when we're relearning that coordination with a lot of repetitions. Now, eventually, this can transfer into what I would call a hip thruster exercise. Basically, you're just going to do a bridge with your back on a bench or on a bed, on a box that obviously is not a wooden box because that would not feel too great. But basically, you're going to put your back maybe about your shoulder blade level on a bench. Your hips are low. You're going to do the same thing. You're doing a bridge. So you're picking your hips up, jamming your heels into the ground, squeezing your butt muscles. Because of the more range of motion and the change in your body position, you're going to feel this just a little bit more. And because of the way that you're starting off in that V position and then going up to a high bridge, you can start weighting this. So the hip thruster exercise, like a number of people, um, I know Brett Contreras is one that has shown the bridge with a number of his different uh, social media posts as a great exercise to build the glutes. It's a great exercise as well to just work on the coordination and strength and endurance of those muscles as well, which is obviously the topic of today's podcast. But you can do that hip thruster exercise with a barbell across your hips. You can do it with a resistance monster band across your hips if you have the attachment and the rig that you're using, but same concept. We're going to start off with a lot of repetitions with a hold also at the end, so we're not only working on strength, but the endurance component of those glutes kicking on so that they can then transfer over to what we want to do in the weight room. Now eventually, we want to transfer this new motion and this ability to get those glutes to kick on with hip extension into something that looks more functional, something that looks a little bit more like our end goal being in the weight room. What we can do is a goblet squat hold. So what you're going to do is just grab a weight. It doesn't need to be a kettlebell. It can be a small plate, maybe about a 25 pounder plate or a 10 kilo plate, depending on the type of gym you're in. You're just going to hold it by your chest. You're going to squat all the way down to the bottom. Now, a lot of times I use this Uh, goblet squat as a stretch because it's great at allowing your body to sink into a very deep position, stretch your ankles, stretch your hips, and just really work on that bottom position, solidifying it without the need to also have great coordination and balance in the very bottom position. Someone who has really crappy ankle mobility can use the goblet squat, sit down there, and get a really good stretch at that deep position. Well, what you're going to do is perform that same goblet squat. Hold the weight out in front of you or by your chest, You're going to squat all the way down to the bottom, mimicking that deep squat position that's either the barbell squat or a cleaner snatch, what it's going to carry over to. Then you're going to rise a few inches, maybe not even to a parallel position. Just rise a couple uh, couple inches. And from there, I want you to squeeze your glutes as hard as you can. Drive your knees out to the side, not too far, just the point where you're still feeling your feet engaged to the floor, feeling your body balanced, your core is stiffened, and just squeeze your glutes as hard as you can. Hold it there for a couple seconds before sinking back down. What this is going to do is translate the glute activation from the previous exercise 
into something more functional, again, that's going to replicate what you're then going to train your end goal with lifting a little bit more weight in your barbell exercises with good coordination. Something like this, I would maybe do it prior to your squat day, any type of your leg day if you're doing uh, cleans, snatches, anything like that, even deadlifts if you'd like. But something like this, what I would do is maybe two sets of three to five repetitions. You don't need a lot of these. Sink all the way down, hold that bottom position, get the stretch out of it because we want that mobility as well. But then come up a few inches, maybe two just about parallel, if not below. Squeeze your glutes as hard as you can. Hold for a couple seconds before sinking back down. Do a couple of repetitions and then stand all the way up. You may need to do one or two of those before your barbell training, but I promise you, you will feel your glutes working like crazy. They're primed correctly. Then it's time to put a barbell on your back. So that is it for today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it and were able to take something away from it. Remember, when we're talking about fixing our technique, we're not just coming from a performance standpoint, we're also coming from an injury resiliency standpoint because both of those combined are how we are able to find our true strength. So if you guys are enjoying these shows, uh, please continue to share them with your friends and family. Please keep taking screenshots of this show on your phone and sharing it all over Instagram stories. I love seeing that. Please keep tagging me in it so I can personally reach out and thank you over direct message for sharing the show with everyone. I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the show. It means the world to me. Until next week, guys, happy squatting. That's it for today, class, on Squat University by Dr. Aaron Horshig. For more exclusive content, log on to squatuniversity.com.